Welcome to the future of XYZ. I'm your host, Lisa Grelnick, principal and founder of LVG & Co., an independent strategy consultancy based in New York City. Through quick and candid conversations with innovative leaders, we aim to foster new thinking and explore big questions about where we are as a world and where we're going. Hello and welcome to this week's episode of Future of XYZ. Uh, this week uh, is the beginning of March. We're all starting, to, at least on the East Coast, starting to get a little antsy about what's coming in the nice weather. And so we're going to have a nice conversation uh, with Joanna and Matthew Hoffman, the co-founders of an amazing uh, company that we are going to be talking about the future of nomadic living. Uh, Joanna and uh, Matthew, thank you so much for joining us on Future of XYZ. Hi, nice to uh, nice to be here. Thanks for inviting us. Yeah, thanks, Lisa. We're excited to chat. Um, so, nomadic living. I mean, there. Are, this is like a term I feel like just came up in the last few years, and certainly has blossomed magnificently during COVID. Um, I think I read something statistically that you know, basically, forty-seven percent growth in digital nomads in the first year of COVID alone, now being something like fifteen and a half million Americans only, much less around the world. So, this is obviously a hot topic. Um, how did you yourselves come to nomadic living? Um, and, and we're going to get into your company and, and your perspectives and what you're doing, but how did, how did this happen for you guys? Yeah, this is, um, you know, this business, you know, we're really at the forefront of nomadic living now, but you know, now that it's kind of become mainstream, but yeah, Joanne and I've been doing it before it was cool. <laughs> yeah. Before it was cool. I mean, we thought it was cool. Um, you know, we've been doing this for like 10 years. I mean, even well before I knew Joanne, I was living in, you know, a small trailer that I kind of renovated and, you know, we, this was my business, you know, for the last 15 years or so. Uh, I'm a trained licensed architect in the state of California. And, you know, I kind of segued into this when I decided to quit my day job and kind of go out on my own and start what I thought was going to be an architecture business at the time. And I was operating that out of a trailer and I had renovated it. It was an Airstream. It was beautiful. Um, and it was kind of the only thing that I had to push for marketing. And, you know, a lot of folks kind of looked at it and said, wow, how cool. Um, you know, I, I want that too. And so the next thing I knew I was designing and building trailer and bus and anything just kind of renovating interior spaces so I had this specialty upfitting business and all that while I was living in a you know small mobile space and and then when we met you know he told me we met online actually so he told me you know, we were ahead of the curve on that one too amazing I love it, it gets before meeting online was like the only option yeah because you're not you know allowed yeah, to because, see humans in person COVID, right yeah, yeah. Um, but yeah, he told me, he's like, there's something you need to know about me. And I'm like, man, you looked, you seem so normal. Yeah. Like what, what is it? Got some skeletons. And he's like, I live, you know, a, a different type of life. I'm like, okay, what does that mean? And, you know, a few months into our relationship, all of a sudden I'm living full-time in a trailer, you know, cross country kind of had quit my other job. And he was like, if, if this is going to work between you and I, you have to be all in and you have to do this with me. And yeah. I was like, so what, what started was just, you know, basically <laughs> us living the lifestyle, you know, was, this was us, the, the lifestyle choice that I made a long time ago. And then kind of Joanna got roped into this whole thing. And for the last decade and or more, we've been, we've just been living nomadic life. And then the business that we created was basically a manifestation of the entire kind of experience that we have had, um, not just ourselves, yeah. but with the specialty upfitting business that we, that I was doing, you know, back when we met Joanna, um, we, we had like 400 customers that, that 
all wanted different stuff and how to design interior spaces and all the limitations there. And so we just recognized, all right, there's a lot of limitations that are already out there on, on the stuff that already exists, yeah. you know, whether it's, whether, you know, we're living in a boat, uh, whether we're living in a trailer or a bus. I mean, literally we lived in everything. Like my parents would be like, so like, where and what are you living yeah. in this yeah, week? What like, how do I contact yeah. you? Yeah. <laughs> like, if you want to see like a befuddled look on our face, ask us what our address is. Yeah, right. um, we actually got detained <laughs> in the Canadian border for quite a while because we couldn't answer that question. Our stories question didn't and, quite match up. And so, yeah, we, they're yeah. like, how long have you been on the road for? And that's like a month. And, and like, Joanna's like, where are you kind coming of forever, from? Forever. Forever. We're not, we're not <laughs> yeah. really where, know where we're going. That sounds very suspicious, doesn't it? <laughs> you And you guys both look very suspicious too, I'm sure, to the uh, amazingly trained eye of our border patrol. I, I but I, I, I just have to say, it's interesting to me. I mean, Joanna, your background, obviously, you you were in nutrition and food and wellness, and you were a therapist with really working with underprivileged kids before going West Coast, um, and then obviously meeting Matthew. I mean, it's a pretty big leap of, leap of faith to get into nomadic living for many people. Obviously, remote work enables this, but it still requires some pretty fundamental things like mm, a stable internet connection. As you guys have built, and I think you started Living Vehicle in 2017, what are kind of the basics as you experience this, besides maybe an address, but like Wi-Fi, like what are the things that must be in any kind of life or living situation for nomadic living? Yeah, well, first and foremost, we, we recognize that all the stuff we were living in to date really didn't fit the bill. I mean, it kind of got like halfway there or 70% there, but there's always this big chunk where we were just compromising. Well, that's because everything we were in wasn't designed for full-time living. Right. And that's, know? that's and the case. We didn't invent this concept of living full-time in a trailer, but we did invent a trailer that was actually designed for full-time. Right. We're living. trying to make it better. Right. Yeah. And so we're recognizing kind of as an architect and then, you know, some of this very kind of specific about kind of moving through your space and how does it function and fit in your everyday kind of world. You know, there's just a thousand different little decisions, whether it's Wi-Fi or how your space functions from, you know, a day to day, because you're now if, if we're living on the road, we got this live and work in a very small mobile dwelling that you have to marry those two, um, those two different, very different you know, facets of your life. You know, I think a lot, like even we were talking earlier, you, we have dogs here interacting and, you know, you might have some dogs here on the video today. It's just, <laughs> there's all these distractions that come up. Um, there's all these realities that you just have to make work. And if you're in a space that was designed for it, it works a lot better. Yeah. I mean, the first, I did not have any sort of trailer background at all when I met Matthew. So this was brand new to me. So the first trailer we lived in cross country when we were, you know, living full time, it's like, okay, there's about 40 things that we need to change if we're going to do this because, mm -hmm. I mean, the bathroom sucked, the shower was junk, mm -hmm. the kitchen, you know, the fridge. I mean, I have a, a, you know, chef background. So like, I need to be able to cook real food. It's different when you're living day to day versus just camping for a weekend where, you know, you use the fire pit outside and you make s'mores and it's fun and it's kitschy. Um, you, know, you can't do that every day when you're running a business. Yeah. Uh, you yeah. know, how do you do your laundry? You know, I love to do yoga. So having um, a place outside, we created this amazing patio where I can be outside and do that, having separate spaces. Yep. And that's the key is that it's nomadic living. It's living is all encompassing. It, it takes the live and the work, right? So you have to look at your entire life, whatever that is. And you have to accept, okay, well, how do I meet all these needs and continue living in a great way with continue working in a great way? And then also 
kind of this this recreation or you know personal time and you have to marry those two there it can be very challenging yeah and how to not go crazy when you're sharing a very small space with somebody that you live with and work with and are always like you know this far yeah, away right. from yeah. <laughs> so how big i mean so i mean you've lived in lots of different things and i think i want to get to the heart of this which is you know you, you nomadic living does not necessarily equate with tiny houses it does not necessarily yep. equate to an airstream trailer or an rv however yep. part of being able to be nomadic is that opportunity in its most traditional form of of migrating and therefore yep. some kind of vehicle makes sense for that potential migration living vehicle with this idea and this mission of luxury unplugged is a very high end RV experience that you're talking about kidding out so that you can have that separation of life, work, love, pets, et cetera. Um, yeah. Talk to me a little bit about living vehicles specifically, how big these are. Um, and obviously we will get to sustainability, which is a passion of mine and I know a, a big piece of the business, but you guys are sitting right now in, in a living vehicle. Um, yeah, here, I'll actually turn it around. I'll, I'll yeah, show you where let's show. This, is, this is the LV where this is our, our, our home slash, you know, workspace slash, you know, this is just what we do everything out of. This is parked right at our office right now. Um, but you know, LV, you know, you, you mentioned you don't have to be in a, a space like so that you take with you to be nomadic. I mean, you can just put a bag on your back and be nomadic, but I think we as modern day humans tend to like our things. You know, we, we we're have very needy, we, you know, we're, we're used to having our Starbucks and our nice coffee, well, and our, and our, our coats, our jackets, and... our, our toys, our stand up paddle boards. I mean, whatever, you know, whatever your passions are, they, they, they tend to come along with stuff. And so, you know, we've done the nomadic thing where we just traveled around in a truck. We called it truck uh, bed life or, or bin, bin, life. bin life. That's right. We just had a bunch of bins in the back of the truck and Let, we stayed at hotels. Yeah, literally that was my life. My mother was like, have you made the right decision yeah. here? <laughs> and it's valid. That's, that's nomadic living, but it's challenging, you know, because. I think we just lost audio. Yeah, it just transferred over to there our- There it is. Can you hear us again? Perfect. You're back. Great. Um, so we were talking about the concept of stuff. And the reason that we you know, designed this you know, travel trailer um, is because we, we want to have that constant. So whenever you're traveling, the best way that you can uh, kind of travel, live, work, is to have some kind of some standards met to where you're not always being thrown around with these vibrations in your life. Because how are you going to get any work done if your, your business is a coffee shop and your home is a hotel? You know, that's, that's very, you get chaotic. It, it completely is. Yeah, and this idea, you know, you see on Instagram where people posting, you know, them and their computer, you know, on a beach with a, a Mai Tai and their laptop. That's not real life. I mean, we've been there. It is real life. It's just, you ain't getting any work done. Yeah, totally. Yeah, we tried that when we were in Costa Rica and I was trying to get a signal and there was like a hurricane going on outside and I was like, yeah, what what do I do here? Right. So our, <laughs> our vision for living vehicle is just to create the, the, the most you know disconnected, self-reliant vehicle possible, you know, net neutral, net zero, whatever you want to call it. Um, you know, no burden on the environment and give you all the, the needs, the modern day luxury needs that we're accustomed to. So, you know, what do you get from a workplace and then a kind of high-end living space? How do we bring those two together? and allow you that ultimate freedom and flexibility. It's amazing. I think I, I read that there are over 180,000 American families um, who are living off grid, right? Mm -hmm. 
And, and in some ways, when you think about a vehicle and certainly an RV, I mean, it's the opposite of off-grid. It has a different connotation. Off-grid means, you know, totally sustainable energy sources, water, sewage, you know, food even, um, versus this idea of like an RV, like barreling down the road, sucking up gas. So let's talk, let's dive into the idea of the net neutrality, because I think it's a big big part of your value proposition. And obviously, if we're going to make a bunch of vehicles on the road, we don't want them to be further, you know, destroying the nature that they're supposed to be like allowing you to access. Yep. Yeah. So off, off grid to us, you know, means self-reliance and self-reliance means being your best self, doing whatever you choose to do with as much freedom as possible. Um, you know, living vehicle, it's no secret. Uh, we are marching forward towards all electric. You know, right now we do have gas as a backup, um, you know, but as we move forward, this whole concept of creating the ultimate electric, you know, both living and kind of travel vehicle when the unification of tow vehicles that are going to be electric there. I mean, if anyone can ever build one of these things, uh, they seem to continue getting pushed out mm -hmm. now. Uh, but, you know, the whole concept is let's generate our own power, generate our own resources, and then power the very unit you're living in from those resources and the very vehicle that it's being, it's towing your home. So electric trucks kind of cross power. So you can use that, that's the power you're generating to power the truck. And then also the power from the truck, you, if you need backup power, you can cross flow the power. I think the Ford Lightning does that for homes, for backup, stuff like that. You know, and electricity is just one component of it. You know, we have this whole other array of utilities that frankly, we've grown very accustomed to in our world. And, you know, in places like, like like water, for instance. Like water, yep, yeah, water. How or... many of us, you know, just open up the faucet and you don't think about it and you're brushing your teeth doing this and that. Yeah. And then it goes down the drain and where does that go? No one, you know, so there's, exactly. very, there's a lot of awareness of resources, you know, and so we're, we're developing systems to, you know, to generate water out of air. Uh, we're developing uh, waste recycling systems, you know, basically management of, you know, whether it's evaporation or incineration, stuff like that. And so it's this unification of all of these different systems that come together that allow you kind of, how do you keep it all inside your living space and don't have to put anything out or take anything from the environment. And also enjoy the experience of it, right? right? As, as well. <laughs> I think that's a big and interesting point. I mean, the, it's very obvious as co-founders, um, you know, you have the architectural eye and you have the kind of like consumer lens, which I think Mary really nicely as chief marketing officer, where you, what I'm hearing is there are these um, technologies, frankly, and innovations that we are developing or partnering with others on, et cetera, to become the best possible solution for the environment and for the opportunity of nomadic living. And then there's this piece of it of like, but you need a nice shower. And I think that's yep. one of the things that living yep. vehicles really amplified. I mean, I saw a quick glimpse of that beautiful patio you had mentioned to do yoga on, Joanna. I know that you guys are known for your very spa-like bathrooms. Um, you know, what are some of the other things? And I mean, the RV, I want to also talk about the RV industry is quite grotesque. I mean, historically. <laughs> That's a good right? word for it. <laughs> I mean, it's, yeah. I mean, you guys are really like breaking out of all of the stereotypes, you know, of, of what it has been with this consumer luxury and environmental focus. Like what, what do you, what, what is the value proposition that you guys pitch to people? I mean, is it all nomads or is it, I mean, who is buying these from you? You know, we get it. Some is nomads, folks living full-time traveling. You know, we got families of five couples, you know, two, and maybe a, a dog traveling around folks that just, you know, have a 
preference to move or maybe they have work here work there and they need to you know the seasonality of work um you know what's another customer type uh, we've got folks with land yeah i mean covid definitely created more of a demand for a product for people that weren't necessarily you know rv people or looking for rvs or things like that yeah um, i think because of our architectural background and you know the lifestyle and all of that we're not you know, people who find us aren't necessarily looking for us. You know, we're an architectural digest or travel and leisure, things like that. Yeah, not an RV news daily or something like yeah, that. Right? Yeah, <laughs> like, wow, this is really beautiful. Like, this is nicer than my house. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, this is nicer than staying in hotels when I'm traveling. Um, but with COVID, you know, a lot of people obviously wanting to stay away from people, stay out of the city where there's a ton of people. And so people buying land and, you know, just putting their unit on a property and kind of living with their families um, and the value there is that a lot of these folks they don't have utilities to their land yeah. um, right or you, you don't have water you don't have any electricity and so you can just drop this thing on there and then you have your own little kind of pod that exists and you don't need to run all those utilities so it gives you a lot more flexibility in that sense yeah it's interesting it's also been um kind of a use for temporary housing we've had a lot of people especially here in california that have lost their homes to the fires um, specifically in napa and malibu we've had people out in uh, you know florida mexico beach lose their home to hurricanes uh, or somebody needs you know somewhere to live while they're rebuilding their home which can take you know anywhere from one to three years yeah. Um, we actually have a lot of people living full time where they, you know, get to still stay kind of, you know, home while their their new homes being built. Um, and we've had a lot of stories from our customers of just like, yeah, saying that some, was like the best time that they've ever had. And, yeah, we got these wonderful blogs that yeah. Joanna has created on our, our website at livingvehicle.com or just read these customer stories. And they're just, they're so inspiring where you have these, these folks that have just seen so many challenges and then the kind of overcoming adversity. And then the LV is kind of that, that lifestyle, bringing them closer together and then seeing different things through their world and, you know, different paradigms. So it's, it's really inspirational. Yeah. And it's interesting kind of pulling from my previous experience of, um, you know, being a therapist and, you know, I kind of joke that I'm really kind of a life coach because a lot of people, you know, this is a major transition for them, whether they lost their home and weren't planning on this at all, or, you know, you've got empty nesters, kids going away to school, um, people just wanting to start something different, right? With COVID, how many people are just Mm -hmm. quitting their jobs and saying, you know, screw it, I'm going to just do something I've always wanted to do. Um, And I get to be along for the ride and kind of help support that because I've been through that myself. Yeah, no, I I love, I love that concept because it's also, it is a major change, whether it's, you know, whether you're going out on the road truly in the mobile home experience, right? Or whether you're plopping onto a piece of land and living basically off grid for all intents and purposes in that sense, right? Or whether you're just experimenting and using it as a new, as a new way of traveling in a time of uh, a pandemic. Um, These are all major changes. So I I think that's really interesting that you can bring that lens together. Um, Matthew, what's your kind of vision for this company? I mean, you, you have been a practicing architect your entire career, having graduated from, you know, Cal Poly in architecture, um, a native Californian, I'm guessing, based on that. Um, yeah, native Californian up, um, you know, in a very different environment, uh, the, the, the Eastern High Sierras in a small town, small, small town that gets very large on the weekend, a ski area called Mammoth. Uh, so oh, yeah. Influenced by nature and then, you know, but get California my whole life. Yeah, I always joke that he was raised in the woods, like literally Yosemite was his backyard. Yeah, it's amazing. I am. Um, I grew up in LA, so I, I know the area well. 
Um, and it's interesting to me because that appreciation for nature, it feels to me just looking in the background, looking at this, that is really one of the major motivators, it feels like, to what this living vehicle even name is. It's not just about nomadic living, but it's about the living environment that we all get to experience better by being able to be nomadic and or being in these beautiful setups. So what, what is the vision for, for a living vehicle and, and what is kind of like the paradigm that you're trying to break? Yeah, that's an interesting point you made about the kind of the term living. It's not just about kind of the, the living your best life and how you live, but it's about kind of this, this vehicle, which is truly a living being in its own way where it's creating, you know, kind of managing its own resources. Um, so good. I like that. Good point. We'll jot that down. Um, <laughs> so, you know, my vision, you know, first and foremost, um, you know, being so experienced, you know, so involved with the RV industry for so long, you know, I'm just, I was just so fed up with all the junk that was coming out. I mean, it's no secret that the entire industry is producing just plastic, very poor quality. Um, so I, I, I had this vision that I wanted to kind of just throw that on its, on its head and, you know, came up with resistance all, all along the way, you know, where this is just a culture. And so, you know, living vehicle is quality first, Every, you know, first and foremost, you know, any design decision, if we can't put quality into a part or a piece or some kind of functional element, it, it just, we just throw it out if it's not quality. So, you know, quality first, you know, bare minimum. Um, second is, is this concept of complete off-grid. So, you know, we're there from an energy perspective, you know, we've got just a bundle of solar, we've got these solar awnings that extend out to maximize solar on the roof. So it's self-sufficiency. And when you take it to that next level, it's, there's all these other areas, you know, these utilities that we rely on, you know, whether this is, you know, gas, what does gas do? You know, heat, it creates warm, warm environments or cool environments. So it's, it's all about disconnecting and, you know, the net zero, that, that's the ultimate goal. And self-generating self power, self-generating transportation, um, yeah, that's the goal. Yeah, our mission since day one has been to be self-sufficient, all electric. Um, and like Matt said, we've, we're there with power. If you just see over the last few years, kind of where we started to where we are today with power, um, you know, it's quite incredible. You can power the entire unit, you know, completely off grid to ACs, you know, all your washer, dryer, dishwasher. I mean, literally everything that you've got um, in our highest end unit. So in a couple of years, it'll probably be able to fly or something. <laughs> I don't know if we'll go there, but yeah. I love it. I love it. It's going to have like a, a cloak, a, a cloaking ve venue for when you cross the Canadian border. Yeah, right. um, <laughs> well, I'm, I'm looking at time and I just want to be able to ask, I mean, again, coming back to this nomadic living, I mean, the trend is that this is going to continue, especially when we're talking about millennials and Gen Z. They, they've kind of had a taste of freedom and were born into kind of in unstable economies. And so this is becoming more normal. I mean, as the industry grows, are you guys also looking you know, to kind of influence the whole, if you will, not just the RV industry and, and make it better, but also the nomadic living kind of way i mean are there are there things joanna as you said as a life coach that you would offer to people uh on the nomadic living front uh that we we might not otherwise know um i mean everything that i've learned from doing it has really taught me what's most important to me um you know you don't need a lot of stuff to be happy but there are you know non-negotiables right you don't want to leave behind your passions and your hobbies. That's the thing I hear all the time of, oh, I don't know how I'm going to downsize from this huge house to this small space. You can still bring all that stuff with mm -hmm. you. And, you know, it's kind of better in a way because you have, you know, higher quality stuff. You bring your favorite things with you. 
um, instead of all this junk that, you know, is just sitting in the back of your closet or taking up space in your garage. Like we really don't use that many things on a daily basis. Well, you mentioned, um, you know, the, the kind of the, the, the shift in with the millennials and, you know, there, I, with this new generation, I see this shift in values, frankly, mm -hmm. um, where it used to be kind of more about, you know, the, the, the big house and the kids and the, you know, all the stuff you know, now it's transitioning more to experiences. And I think there's kind of a, a value shift in frankly, the American dream. Um, and so nomadic living is very, uh, it's, it's really rooted in that. I think this new American dream that I would call it, where people are now valuing more experiences, connections with people, um, new inter introductions, you know, kind of getting out of your bubble and, you know, living a better life, but a simpler life. Um, I have a saying that's, uh, you know, we, we have a family saying in another language, but the, the, the translation is um, is less but better. And I think that's a good way to, to live life. I, I couldn't agree more. I think that that combination of design, quality, and values really is kind of the, the only way forward towards, you know, a more conscious life and certainly of a, of a better world. So um, nice work, both of you. I, I really hope to one day be able to experience a living vehicle for myself. I think it looks pretty spectacular from the research I've done so far. Um, and thank you for joining us on Future of XYZ. Yeah, absolutely. Thanks, Thanks for having us. Um, and livingvehicle.com is where people can learn more about this amazing um, uh, product, for lack of a better word, that allows nomadic living. Uh, and if the future of nomadic living is in your future, I highly encourage everyone to reach out. Um, and if you're here and you're not yet subscribed, do so on YouTube, Spotify, Apple, anywhere else you get your podcasts. And be sure to follow Future of XYZ on Instagram or visit future-of.xyz to nominate a guest or learn more about LVG and Co. And again, uh, Joanna, Matthew, thank you so much for joining us on Future of XYZ today. Great, thank you. Thanks again, take care. Thanks for listening to the Future of XYZ. If you like what you've been hearing, please follow Lisa Grelnick on LinkedIn. Visit future-of.xyz or subscribe to the Future of XYZ podcast on Spotify, Apple, or wherever you get your podcasts.